I have a question for you. What are you up to lately? What is one goal that you're working on right now? Or what's on your mind more and more, something you're really wanting to achieve? Maybe you're working on your health and success looks like for you having more energy for your family to do things with them and just enjoy life. Or maybe you're working on a relationship and that success looks like building more trust in the relationship or feeling closer to each other. Or maybe it's working on that side hustle you have in your mind that you can't stop thinking about. And then success for you is being able to maybe make an extra thousand dollars a month or so from doing that. Whatever your goal, these three things are crucial in the equation to reach success. As we get into this episode, which is part two from last week's episode, by the way, where we talked about the first two most most important things that you need for success. And if you haven't listened to that one, I suggest you pause this one and go back and listen to that one first. Because in my mind, these three things kind of go in order from number one being the most important thing I think that you need to be successful, and then the second and the third, respectively. And to be clear, I want to make sure we're all on the same page here for the meaning of the word success as we use it. This doesn't just mean the gaining of wealth or respect or fame, as is one definition in the dictionary. If you look up the word success in the dictionary, the first definition is a satisfactory completion of something. And that is what we're talking about here. I believe these three things apply to anything you're working on or wanting to do in life. Okay, let's dive into number three. This episode is packed with a punch. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next step so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. Can you think back to a time when you achieved something that you really wanted to achieve? You made it happen and you were so excited. You did it. First of all, congratulations on that achievement. (laughs) Feel good about it again right now, all over again. It's a good feeling, right? Now I want you to think back on that time. Can you identify what helped you reach that success? I bet you'd say things like, oh my gosh, it was a ton of work. Or I spent so much time on that. It was intense things like that. When I look back to times I achieved a goal or something I really wanted, it definitely was a ton of hard work. But what usually is a lot of work is exactly what we're talking about today. The third most important thing you need to be successful, and it is consistency and perseverance. To stay consistent with how we're describing these items and how we did it from the last episode, just for a basic refresher, Here are the definitions. The simple definition of consistent, to act or do in the same way over time. And the simple definition of perseverance is a continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. A lot of people have understanding of what consistency is, but don't know how to apply it to their own lives. Consistency isn't just about doing the same thing over and over again. 
It is about committing yourself to following through on your goals and what you're wanting to achieve every day. It's about taking consistent action, even when you don't feel like it. Consistency is a huge factor, and it creates the gap between those who succeed and those who give up. Perseverance directly relates to this. So say you're being consistent. Remember those obstacles and setbacks we talked about in episode 46, that inevitable resistance we're going to face? Those obstacles are going to appear and perseverance is going to help you push through when things get tough. When you persevere, you continue to make progress and you benefit as you reach your goals. Even though I'd like to think of consistency and perseverance going hand in hand, and they really are a dynamic duo, as I like to call it sometimes when it relates to success, but I'd like to talk about each of these separately for a little bit so you could hear more about the power of each of these actions individually. And then, of course, we'll take a few examples, as you know I'd love to do, because I think it just kind of brings it home a little bit. First, I want to talk about some of the main benefits of being consistent. The main one is that it helps build momentum and then that momentum creates motivation. I'm sure you've felt this in your life. This is such a good positive cycle. Consistency, doing little things over time adds up to big changes. I talk about that a lot here on the podcast. So let's take an example. Say if you're working on something every day, After a few weeks, you might not even notice much of a difference in anything. But six months from now, wow, that's a whole different story. I'm there right now, actually. Remember I told you I started weight training in January again. And so do I look different or stronger already? Not really. But am I starting to notice that I can lift heavier weights more easily or do more push-ups or step-ups, whatever the case? I am, actually. It's not a big noticeable change from week to week, but over time, say six months to nine months down the road, I know I will see big changes. So with each small win, I get more motivated. I want to keep going. I'm gaining momentum. And then with each positive feeling that comes with that, it helps me to keep going. And I know just with that momentum building, it's going to be a successful journey. This is the cycle that is so helpful in our pursuits. Once we get the ball rolling, it's so much easier to continue and push through the hard times. This positive loop can build in any example. Let's take another one here. Say you're working on learning a new skill so you can do that thing you've been dreaming about. Maybe that's becoming a wedding photographer, let's say. If you're new, most likely you're not very good yet, but you show up. You learn something new every day spending 30 minutes a day building your knowledge and skill. Then you start working with your camera. You take photos with the knowledge that you've been soaking up. And you see over time your photos are getting better. You actually think, huh, these are starting to look good. That starts to build momentum. You start getting a little excited. You want to learn more. You want to practice more. You're getting better and better. You are now motivated by your progress. You are unstoppable. Can you see it? Let's talk about another benefit that comes from consistency, and you might have guessed it from these examples, and it's confidence. Consistency builds confidence. It's not rocket science, that's true. The more you do something you know, the better you become at that activity or skill or whatever it is you're working on. You make progress, and as we talked about, progress gives you confidence. You begin to feel better about what it is you're doing. 
you have more skill and you have more knowledge. I remember entering the concerto competition in college for piano. I actually told this story before in one of my early episodes, and oh my gosh, it brings back so many different memories and lessons when I think of the story. But I'll tell you a, a quick part of it. I, as I entered the competition, I was the only non-music major in the contest, and I thought, I, I must be crazy. In fact, I told my piano teacher, um... I don't think I should do this. So-and-so's in it and so-and-so. And I was naming all these names. They're so good. What am I doing? Way to go with the, with the confidence part, right? But anyway, I kept going. I love that song so much that I just kept going. I practiced all 33 pages of that sucker. And to me, the feat of not only learning the song and playing it well, but memorizing it. Oh my gosh, somehow that was motivating for me. I wanted to challenge myself or see if I could kind of hang with the music majors, I guess. Anyway, long story short, I not only wanted it, as we talked about, but I practiced my heart out. I spent so many hours in those tiny little practice rooms. You know, those little practice rooms that are like, you just have a piano in you. <laughs> and I went to that practice room over and over. And as a result, I felt confident about playing that concerto. You know, don't get me wrong, the day of the competition, I was so nervous. My hands were sweating. Oh my gosh. I was thinking, how am I going to play with slippery fingers? I can't do this. Oh my gosh. But I got through it. I played it and I felt good about it. And after the competition, someone came in to where we were sitting waiting for the results. And she said, Holly, you won. And I was like, what? I couldn't even believe it. But when I think about that whole story and everything about it, I realize how much it really taught me. And being consistent is a really big lesson that I learned from that experience. So for the topic of consistency, it just has to be there for success. And I know you have tons of stories of wins yourself and how you can look back and see your hard work and consistent effort and how it paid off. Truly, this can be in anything you consistently work on and put in the time and energy to. It's truly magical. Let's take another example. Let's take relationships. Maybe you're really working on your relationship with your spouse or your partner. You're consistent about spending more time together, having more time to talk, having consistent date nights more often. You start to feel closer to that person. Then you have a greater sense of happiness. And then maybe you have more confidence either in yourself or in the relationship. You can see it, can't you? Okay, let's move on to the third benefit of consistency and then we'll keep going. I just want to quickly cover number three. Consistency tells a strong message. When people see someone who's consistent, it is so apparent. It shows in the results, what things they've accomplished, how they present themselves. It's actually very loud and clear. Have you ever heard a speaker on the stage or at an event and you just notice how poised they are, how they communicate, how good they are on stage? You know they've practiced doing their craft over and over. They've been consistent at speaking in front of groups. They exude confidence, don't they? It also conveys the message that you are a doer. You get things done. You are reliable. So much more on this one, but I think you get the point. There's just goodness all around. Okay, let's move on to cover the benefits of perseverance. I'm sure it might sound intuitive, 
being able to push through resistance and overcome obstacles, but having the benefits at the forefront of your mind is going to help strengthen the idea of how much you really need this. So number one, perseverance reinforces the positive. Remember, having perseverance shows you what you're able to do, what you have done, all the stuff that you've pushed through. You are so strong and resilient. Looking back to your past and remembering all the things you've accomplished, you've certainly had roadblocks and challenges, but look, you overcame them. Remember? Number two, perseverance builds mental strength and willpower. Each time you can think back to how you've gotten up after a failure, it's, it's really a time where you grow stronger. Every time you try, you obviously don't get it the first time, whatever it is. So you go through a lot of attempts, right? Well, with each trial and getting back up after a failure is building your mental strength. With each day you're being consistent, you definitely hit resistance. But as you remain consistent, you're showing yourself that you have that willpower. You show up. And then number three, it helps you to become more adaptable. This characteristic is extremely important in so many areas of life. Think about it in our careers, in relationships, in life, really. It's being okay with change. And that's so hard. It's being willing to think outside the box to find that next solution that's going to work. Or it's trying something new that you've not done before to keep you moving in the right direction. Okay, I hope that sharing those benefits will get those top of mind because now we're going to get into the tips of how to be more consistent and how to persevere. I can't talk about being more consistent without talking about habits. Yep, good old habits. And sometimes I think habits get a bad rap. Like people think they're just doomed when they hear things about forming habits. So many people I know say things like, oh, I am never going to stick with that. I can't, I can't stick to any habit. Or I'm good for a while and then I stop. I don't know what happens. So first of all, we need to adjust our mindset to believe we will succeed. And that's definitely setting up our mind and that whole belief idea that we talked about in the last episode, part one. But it's not just about habits. Before I talk about habits, let me share a few tips that will help you so much in being more consistent. The first one is a big one. And one I've identified that's responsible for having consistency in various areas of my own life. And it's this, set the correct expectations. Be realistic. Have you ever heard that habits take 21 days to form? Well, it's a myth. Yep, it's totally untrue. There was one study done that they noticed something happened within 21 days, but I've heard from several experts now and as well as researching online that this, this is just a myth. It actually varies from person to person. Forming a new habit depends on so many things. How pleasurable it is, how difficult it is, the kind of person you are, so many factors. Forming a pleasurable habit might only take days, like eating chocolate in the afternoon. I particularly enjoy this habit. <laughs> but forming a habit like exercising at 5.30 in the morning might take a lot longer, as that isn't as easy for a lot of people, myself included. <laughs> so the key to this tip is to know and expect this kind of stuff. Don't set yourself up for failure by thinking or expecting that you're going to lose that 30 pounds by May 20th, just in time for your friend's wedding, when really it might just take longer. 
Maybe you didn't set the correct expectation for yourself when you thought you could easily fit in a 45-minute workout every night after you get home from work. But realize there's so many variables you needed to change your strategy for developing this habit a few different times. Along with this tip and in the same vein is to remember it's not going to be perfect. Even if you set yourself up for success and do all of the things to get the habits, uh, make the habits doable and use your tracker to keep track of your progress, all of that, just know you're going to miss days and that's okay. Bake this thought into your mind so that when you do miss a day where you just can't fit anything in, fill in the blank, you'll have this response like, okay, no worries, I'll get back to it tomorrow. It's not a big deal. But it's also not a good thought to think it's all or nothing. You know what I mean? Like just because you mess up a day of eating if you're trying to cut out sugar doesn't mean the whole week is shot. This idea. The way I like to do it is to focus on the fun aspects of the journey and also to take out any unrealistic measures or expectations. And then also what's helpful is I like to look at things in chunks, like chunks of time. So instead of looking at a day, oh my gosh, I messed up or oh, I didn't work out or whatever it is, I look at the entire week and that is really helpful. You should try that because for me, it just gives a whole different perspective. So let's move on to number two, attach emotion to what you're doing. This is a huge. Instead of just looking at this new habit or new group of habits you need, you know, you need to start doing to have the success, look at it from who you will be after you've succeeded. So for example, if your goal is to reduce the chaos in your brain and reduce stress and sleep better, One of the best things I've heard for this is to keep your phone in another room before bed, like put it away early, don't have it by your bed while you're sleeping so you won't grab it first thing in the morning. There's so much science about that, but I'll I'll leave that here for right now and move on. So say that's your goal. Instead of looking at it like, oh my gosh, that is going to stink. What if people are going to need to, you know, get a hold of me after 9 p.m.? Or how am I going to hear my alarm? My, my phone is my alarm. All those negative things. Instead, what you're going to do is this. You're going to write down in detail how you'll feel after you achieve your goal. How are you going to feel? What's it going to be like to be less stressed, more relaxed, clear-headed, all of that? Get really specific here and write it out. Use an app on your phone or write it out on a piece of paper and leave it where you can see it literally every day. Next to your bed, near the coffee pot or wherever you make your morning tea, whatever it is, this will give life to your habit. I'm telling you. And this attaching this meaning and emotion to it is going to help your habit stick. It's meaningful and it's not just doing a single habit or a couple habits that seem meaningless at the time. You'll be excited about it. And however you can build that excitement for that goal, what gets you excited? Think of it like that. I'm going to apologize now. If you hear any yelling or all this cheering, there's a huge ping pong tournament down in the basement. So it is incredible how loud they are, but that's how life is, right? Okay, let's keep going. But going back to this excitement piece for a minute, just think of when you hear a story from a friend or from someone, do you remember a story that was told in a boring way? Well, you can't think of one because it was boring. (laughs) You remember the stories that friends tell that were colorful, that were funny, that were hilarious. They told them with excitement or exaggeration and added details and emotions. And those are the stories you remember, right? 
I have a few friends like that. Oh my gosh, they're so funny. You just can't wait to hear their next story. I literally can laugh out loud from some of them months later, even years later, just thinking of the stories that they tell. That's emotion. That's what you want to bring to this one because this is going to be so powerful with the perseverance because that meaning you've attached to the things that you need to do in order to be successful That will help you push through obstacles. That will help you be creative in solving problems in different ways to help you reach success. Let's move on to the third tip. And this one is small steps and small wins. What does this mean? Well, we definitely talked about why we don't stick to our goals sometimes. That was in episode 44. And then how to go about planning our goals in episode 45. I know all of that is important here as well. So I'll leave those episodes below in the show notes in case you haven't heard those. But small steps and small wins is how you break down your goal into manageable steps so they're easy to do and then you have that quick win. You have these tasks or habits that you need to do and because they're not too big or too broad, you have clarity on them, you know exactly what to do and they don't take a ton of effort, so easy. And afterwards, you feel so good, right? Done. You're like, check, I did that. These quick wins give you the oomph to keep trying and moving forward. Now, I have to share one of my favorite books here because it's exactly what we're talking about on habits, and it is perfect. You have to get this book. I'm telling you guys, it is one of the best. It's called Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg. I know I've recommended this book a few times before in earlier episodes. Dr. Fogg is a behavioral scientist who founded the Behavior Design Lab at Stanford University, where he teaches and directs research and innovation. His expertise is in behavior change, from habit formation to company culture change. I'm telling you, this book is phenomenal. Let me tell you a little bit about it. First, let me read what he says in his book in the intro of how he describes the book. The essence of tiny habits is this. Take your behavior you want Make it tiny, where it fits naturally in your life and nurture its growth. If you want to create long-term change, it's best to start small. I love that. And then some of his points are tiny is fast. Tiny can start now. Tiny is safe. Tiny can grow big, and so on. That's just in the intro. There are models he has in the book, tons of examples that are very helpful. One interesting thing to note is that he said we shouldn't use the word goal because he said the word is ambiguous. And that word isn't even allowed in the behavior design lab. He said that we should use the words aspiration or outcome, which is more precise. I thought that was interesting. I'm going to stick to using goal because we've been saying that for very many episodes. He talks about motivation and how to outsmart it and how to find what he calls golden behaviors, which are essentially high impact behaviors that move you towards your goal or your outcome, as he says, and then ones you could see yourself doing. This book is a must read. I will link it in the show notes for sure. And I could even see doing an entire episode just on this book of Tiny Habits. It's, it's incredible. And who knows? Maybe someday we'll have them on the podcast. So without going too deep into the book, let me go back to the third point of the small steps and small wins. If you find your task or whatever it is you have to do, if you find it hard or it seems difficult or it's just not easy, then it's not likely small enough. Do less. In your mind, there shouldn't be any obstacle. It should be like, oh, let me just go do that really quick. Fill in the blank, whatever it is. 
It's not hard, but it's a step forward towards your goal. And little by little, these small steps will feel easy. And then maybe you'll start to, you know, do a little bit more. And then you start to see some small wins. And then you make more progress. And then you feel more motivated and so on and so on. The good cycle continues. Little actions over time, here it is, add up to big results. Let's do a quick recap. We talked about the three important things you need to be successful in part one and part two. And the third one is consistency and perseverance. So we talked about the benefits of consistency. Number one, it helps to build momentum and that momentum creates motivation. Number two, consistency builds confidence. And number three, consistency tells a strong message. Then we talked about the benefits of perseverance. One, it reinforces the positive. Remember, having perseverance shows that you can and are able to push through all of that resistance. Number two, it builds mental strength and willpower. And number three, it helps you become more adaptable. Then we talked about the tips for how to be more consistent and persevere. And they are, number one, set the right expectations. Be realistic. And along with this tip in the same vein is to remember, it's not going to be perfect. Number two, attach emotion to what you're doing. Instead of just looking at the new habits you're going to need to do to start having the success, look at it from who you will be after you succeeded. And number three, small steps and small wins. And remember the Tiny Habits book too. I hope you agree, the power of consistency and perseverance are two fundamental forces that generate powerful and lasting success in your life. And there you have it. The episode, along with episode 51, these are the three most important things you need to be successful. And remember that applies to anything you're working towards. I wish you so much success. And I just want to tell you, I... I believe in you. You will achieve anything you want to do in life. I just want to end with this quote from Dwayne Johnson. I thought it was so fitting for this episode. He said, I've learned over the years that when it comes to success, consistency is key. Consistent hard work that we may not feel like doing today, but for a payoff, we'll love tomorrow. Earn it. Enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.